Welcome to your groomers podcast with Carly and Alana, where we talk all things grooming from the table, tub and beyond. All right, guys, Episode we're back. 15. It's our quinceanera. What? I, I don't you don't know. Who that is. To me. I can only do uno, dos, tres, Quince, quatro, six, dos, fifteen. Fifteen. Our podcast is having a quinceanera. That's oh, what. Wow. That's a birthday, like your fifteenth birthday. You become a woman. Is that a big deal? Because in America, it's sixteen. I, I don't know. Like I'm the wrong <laughs> Mexican person to ask. <laughs> is, is there any right Mexican person to ask on here that we can talk? An authentic about? Mexican person, yes. because I am not that authentic. No. Um, okay, but this is super special, guys. We have a special surprise for our quinceanera or whatever. <laughs> Good job, you did it. Um, I had the tongue is, roll. Oh my gosh! Good job, Carly. I'm very oh, proud. I spent okay. four days with her. This is. I know. Already speaking. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, so it is a very special episode and this is like no other. So if you're the kind of person that listens to the intro and then decides whether you're going to listen to it, this is the one to listen. All right. Don't don't stop it. Um, we have our dear friend, our first guest and our first guest, Miss Amy of Amy's Pooch Parlor. Hi guys, I'm so excited. I'm very oh. nervous, but I'm so excited to be here. We don't understand why she's nervous because we're nothing. We're like we're like little <laughs> minuscule people. But on this she, scale. you're an avid listener, and I really appreciate yes. it. Friends supporting friends. Let yes. me just say, that. I I watch for the every morning when I'm expecting your upload. I look for <laughs> it so I can download it and listen to it work that day. Uh, so yes, I don't miss an episode, and that's why we love you. Well, among yes. many other reasons, but she's here to tell us all the things. So if you guys don't follow her on Instagram, do you have her Instagram handle up? It's at Amy's Pooch Parlor. Isn't it simple? Just at Amy's simple. Pooch yep. Parlor. So that's her Instagram yep. handle. You need to follow her. If you haven't, if you do follow her, you'll know she is iconic for her 90s theme. That's been the, the big thing recently and all her amazing po- photos she posts of the dogs, like literally the slow motion videos. I love that her photos, she doesn't need a lot of props, and they're just beautiful. So, we all, like, yes, we have brought her on to share her secrets, her tricks, and just tell us a little bit about herself. (laughs) All these deep, dark secrets. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I try to take pictures like you, and it doesn't happen, so... I will teach you my ways today. Yes. Um, And let me just tell you guys, this is also a podcast first because we're in three different time zones. Yes. And we got it together. Yes. You guys, we did it. I know. Amy got to see the behind the scenes of prepping quote unquote <laughs> our <laughs> podcast complaining it's I'm not dying. So fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so amy let's tell us about yourself let's just start like we don't know you tell us everything we want to know it all and so well, our listeners um i don't know um i'm a dog groomer i've been grooming for i think it's almost eight years wow i started in a local shop where that's where I learned to grow. It was pretty much, we just, they taught me how to shave down a dog. So mm-hmm. all I knew working there was shaving down a dog. I can relate. <laughs> uh, I worked there for three years and then I decided 
it was time to try it on my own. There was a huge demand in my community. So I said, let's do it. So awesome. since then I've had my own shop for we're getting close to my six year anniversary. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's awesome. <laughs> So I've been doing that and from, I've learned a lot on my own and going out on my own was definitely the best thing I could have done for my career because it forced me to learn, which I don't think I would have done. We've all been yeah, there. Absolutely. So yeah, I just, so everything I've learned, I've pretty much learned online thanks to the wonderful world of social media. Yes. Um, you can teach yourself anything online these days. And right. Lovely. Yes. Yeah, so I've learned a lot of grooming techniques and I've learned a lot about photography and just dog behavior in general. It's all been learned online. That's awesome. Also, let's get specific as far as where you're located, because I don't think a lot of people know where you're located and how not crazy, but like it's you don't think about that part of the world having dog grooming as mm -hmm. being so accessible and you've brought it to your city basically right yeah well i live in gander newfoundland which is in canada mm -hmm. and we're a little island um i don't know what to say i've been here my whole life i've grown up here um but yeah there aren't a lot of groomers in the social media world where i am i probably only know yeah. two that i know okay. about on the whole island that do grooming social media mm -hmm. so i mean i mean there's probably more out there but i only know of two but yeah there aren't a lot of us yeah <laughs> there's and definitely not enough of us me and you've talked about that before because we're both really rural and yeah. not a lot of groomers where i'm from either so it's like me and you've shared on like the about price raising and about you know trying to like how we we would love to refer out clients but we have no one to refer them to because but there's nowhere to go yeah so i definitely can feel you in that sense that's really cool yeah we've had a lot of conversations oh go ahead um i mean carly we've just talked a lot because almost everything is the same like right down to our pricing was mm -hmm. almost exactly the same and we're dealing with the same struggles like where i'm too we don't even have like we do have a vet obviously but they do very few very little groomings only in yep. very extreme situations yep. so yep. if we can't handle it there's really nowhere else to send them no and it's it's heartbreaking for you know a lot of people just say oh i'd send them to a vet i'm saying I'm like well it's easy for you to say but dear, there's only one vet groomer and like you said they won't take them unless they've either been a client for a while or it's a exactly. severe case um so i definitely feel you in that so um, let's talk a little bit about, so do you work alone? Do you have employees? Like, let's No, I do work so alone. I'm a solo groomer in my own little shop. It's <laughs> nothing fancy, but I absolutely love it. Everything about it is mine and built by me. So That's yeah, it's my little pride and joy, my baby. Wait, you do have an employee. Sometimes. Rue. Rue. Well, yes. Well, Rue. <laughs> she, she's I'm your mascot. She like, yeah. I love that you like, I'm sure you do all the tests stuff on her as oh, far 100%. as like the backdrops and everything. So she's, she's technically. 
100 yeah. percent. she totally. recognizes my camera as a treat dispenser <laughs> so she's <laughs> my little test subject she sees the camera and she starts posing uh, because well, she Rue wants is her treat. dog if you guys didn't catch the drift <laughs> yeah Awesome. um no she's super cute she was on the bed when we first uh uh started and i was like Roo! and she was doing like a little head tilt <laughs> so cute so cute obviously our dogs cannot be trusted during podcasting no no raven's not even allowed in the room <laughs> i had to be in the room too <laughs> um so also let's talk about as far as you said, there's only a couple groomers around you. Um, what makes you different as far as the social media aspect of the groomers that you surround yourself with? So like what makes your shop more appealing to people? I guess you can say. Well, in the beginning, it was definitely, well, it's what started it all. I was, you know, you're starting your own shop, you're venturing out on your own and you're nervous and you don't know if you're going to have enough clients and mm-hmm. whatnot. So I started taking pictures. Um, it started as simple as I had uh, one of those little foldable grooming tables and I propped it up against a solid color wall and I put a pretty blanket on it <laughs> and I started taking pictures of the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but that... I didn't know it at the time, but that definitely just took off. Um, that attracted all my clients to me, I think. Um, cause nobody in my area was doing that. Nobody was right. taking cute pictures of dogs. Nobody was doing social media. Mm-hmm. So that's really what brought me to this world of social media is I needed to find a way to bring customers in, in an affordable way. Yes. And I just decided to do photos and it just kind of, boom from there so locally yeah i'm probably more known for my photos and mm-hmm. more recently my dog accessories mm-hmm. have been attracting a lot That's of people so cute i literally yes i told her the other day can i was, I was like can i ship raven to you i just want that bandana really bad <laughs> i okay so the early early years it's only been like a couple years since like this whole instagram part of our community took off but i will say at one of the very first memories i have of you amy is you did a giveaway and i won one of you won and And we didn't know each other then we didn't know each other then and she sent me a box of accessories and i was dying because i was like amy like and they're all handmade, like the little tasseled ones, Aww. like a whole box of them. And I probably still have some left over because I was so picky on who got what because they're so well made. And I'm like, I don't want to waste this on like anybody. Um, but that's like one of my first memories of you. And I remember talking to you and telling you, Amy, you need to sell like surprise boxes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know that you are like, oh, that's enough pressure. I'm already making stuff for my own. But I always t- thought I'm like, the second Amy comes out with an accessory line, they will forget it. Off. Forget it. Ever, yeah. If you ever want to not groom, you can just make grooming accessories. I was going to say like, you don't even need, you need to touch one dog a week. After yeah. That. That's my retirement plan. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Those little ghost bows. I'm dead. I love them so much. Like you and guys- I am, I'm obsessed with the ghost. I love Halloween oh, anyways. I do too. It's my favorite so, holiday. The ghost and the, the bat bows I've made this year yeah i'm i gotta i can't lie i love them it's like too much 
And then the cool thing about Amy is that she shares how she makes them. Yes. And I remember getting on lives with you and being like, okay, how did you do that bow? And she does like little uh, creative sessions and shows you how to do it. And I'm just yeah. like, and then you're like me and spend like $60 on all this stuff to make it and make two. And they're like, okay, this is too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I made a few and I was like, it's hard guys. I'm it's just like, gonna, I'm gonna wait till she does another giveaway so I can get another box. <laughs> and I think, I hope your clients really appreciate those accessories. Cause I know that it takes you a long time. I mean, you're doing this mm -hmm. on your days off or like your downtime. And that's like, that should sell you like them a lot about your person that you truly care because you ain't just doing that just to, for kicks and giggles. You know, you really want their dog to have a cute accessory. And I think that's really, yeah. Sweet. So how do they react to your accessories? Because like I said, guys, if you don't follow her, like do for accessory ideas and stuff, do it like now, because <laughs> They're, it, so they're so cute and so authentically well done. And I feel like you put so much love into them. So how yeah. do your clients react? Oh, most of them love it. Um, you know how most people, when they get their dog back, they're like, oh, cute haircut, whatever. Well, now my clients are instantly grab the collar and have a look at the bow. <laughs> so they can see what bow they got that day. Oh, that's awesome. So it just adds oh, a little cute. extra of excitement with the pickup of their pets. And it's just so nice. Oh, I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. So also, um, I was thinking about as far as clients go, do you... Uh, charge any kind of extra stuff whether it be accessories or having pictures done in front of your backdrop or is that just something that's complimentary to your business because I know I've done it complimentary and never felt like I needed to charge for it but I'm not like as creative as you guys are so um, no actually I that? don't I don't charge extra for any of it um, okay. I do have like a little display of bowls in my lobby. So if they want a particular one, they can buy it. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, no, the pictures are free. The bowls are free. I have done in the past during Christmas season, I've done photo sessions that okay. I've charged for. But the difference with those is I'm using my DSL ca or DSLR camera. Yeah. So, so they're getting their professional. IPhone. You use an iPhone to take those pictures that you post. I do, there? yeah. Holy so the everyday photos you see are just my iPhone. But every oh. now and then, especially Christmas, I might pull. Depending on how busy I am, last year I didn't get to do it. But in the past, I have done Christmas photo sessions um, for a small charge. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I mean these iPhones are insane. These phones nowadays. You can do anything with them. I, they're really nice cameras, but I still can't make mine the quality you do. So with that being said, how do you take great pictures? What is the secret to getting the perfect picture of a pooch? Um, where do I start? Um, the main thing, like if you're looking for clarity and whatnot with your picture is your lighting. So understanding lighting is huge. And if you can learn that, then that's going to change your photography 100%. Um, okay. so if you notice with my pictures, like I work in a very small space with very poor lighting, so I have to make what I have work. So I use, always have light colored backdrops. So I use white mm -hmm. because it reflects the most light. So it's going to give oh, you more light. Okay. That makes sense. Um, if you are working with, like, if you're using it against a dark wall, well then add some light colored accessories. 
so that that brings out more light in your photos. Okay. Um, I also use a ring light. But the thing with using a ring light, you still need to understand your lighting. So, for example, in my shop, I do have one window, and it's on the left side of my photo booth. So if there's a lot of light coming in that window, I'll set the ring light up on the right side. So it balances out and there's not that harsh shadow. So opposite. Okay. So you want light on each side. Exactly. Right? So if you got strong natural lighting on one side, you need to compensate on the opposite side. Okay. That's one thing I miss about when I was grooming in Chicago, because all, all one side of my apartment was windows, floor to ceiling yes, windows. So beautiful. I set up my table just facing out the window. And plus the dogs loved it because there'd be birds on my balcony or whatever like that. And I miss that. And now I'm in a groom room at the animal hospital and I'm like, I have to figure out this lighting. I have to figure out. But that's a good idea because I just mm -hmm. have ceiling lighting mm -hmm. and the ring light. I guess the groomer before she had bought a lamp of some sort to go on one side because the lighting was just totally off, but I I'll definitely have to like consult you on <laughs> ring light placement because yeah. I don't have a lot of room, but I sure I can figure it out. Don't they have the ones that go on your phone too? Yeah. Have mm -hmm. you tried those they before? Um, I, I have. I think that's exactly what I was going to say. I don't find they're quite strong enough. It's okay. good for like a they're selfie. Great for, exactly. And when a selfie is very close mm -hmm. to your face, whereas we're probably three or four, maybe even five feet away from the dog when we take mm -hmm. the picture. So True. it's not enough light. I just have a standard ring light from Amazon. It was nothing fancy. Yeah, you okay. sent me the link to the one you ordered, and I have three of them now because I I loved them. I have two one, one at each station and one at my photo area. But I like what you said about the white background because I always struggle with the pictures being too dark. I don't have to go in and like edit them and lighten them up. But I, my my backgrounds are always really dark, and there's a lot going on in my backgrounds. You know what I mean? Like I just buy the photo backgrounds. So that's I really like that idea, and I'm probably yeah. Gonna... And I've used photo backdrops before too, and they work perfectly fine. But I always aim to stay towards the lighter colors yeah. because it just looks so much better on your pictures. It just gives yeah. you that extra lighting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so lighting is key to starting off with a good picture. Another thing that Amy helped me with personally, cause I was struggling. I always had my backdrops on the floor and I would just, you know, decorate the floor and have the photo backdrop against the wall. Well, I kept telling him like everything, the dogs just won't sit still. They're running all over. They're peeing all over my stuff. And she's like, well, raise it up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so she sent me a picture of what she did. She just has like an old, well, it used to be you had an old coffee table. I used to have a coffee table. I've upgraded and got something built now, but I always yeah. just use a coffee table, something about the same height as a couch so the dog can easily jump up and off. Yeah, that's changed and my world. Because I have one of those now. My husband built me like a platform. It was very cheap to build at Lowe's. We just bought the wood and it's like, what? I think it's five foot or I don't even know how, how six inches, maybe. I don't know. Like you said, the as tall as the couches or whatever. And it's perfect. So now the dogs can jump up. They stay off my de decorations and they can just jump right back down. So but I another good thing about having a platform is kind of brings me into the next tip of taking photos is getting them low to their level. 
Mm. So you want you don't want to be taking a picture of a dog looking down at them. It's not very flattering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to kind of be at eye level with the dog. Mm-hmm. So having that platform makes it easier, especially for the little dogs, for you to get down to eye level. But if you don't have a platform and you are taking the pictures on your floor, a neat little trick is just to flip your phone upside down. Oh. And your lens is a lot lower then. And you're oh, wow. at more of an eye level. My mind Our minds are being blown. Yeah, they truly are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys, I'm telling you, she has all the tips and tricks and even we're learning new things and she's our friend. So <laughs> um, as far as the just goes back to like the platform and your backdrops, how do you get your inspiration, Miss Amy? Because oh, you I don't with know. the most original ideas. The 90s theme was just like, I think the 90s theme. One. It's my favorite too. And it's the one I've kept the longest because I didn't want to get rid of it. I know. <laughs> because I love that background. I was kind of happy. I was kind of happy you did because I was so excited to see what you were going to do next. And I love the bats. Yeah. Would you say Barkley stole <laughs> your theme for Hershey? I think. Just saying. You should have got, got a You should have got a free ticket, first class. <laughs> All right, Barkley, we're coming for you. If there was ever a show I wanted to go to, it was that one. As soon as I saw the 90s theme, I was like, no way. Who did, and it's who, the one year I definitely couldn't go. Who listening oh, yeah. here knows Todd Shelley, and who can email him? Oh, you're and, coming after him by name. Okay, <laughs> Todd, we're coming after you. No. I didn't no. even know this person's <laughs> name. I'm just saying I'm putting it on record. <laughs> hey, I do. Barkley, do I still invite something? me to their shows. <laughs> do I win something if I do? No. But Oh, my gosh. That's too yeah, funny. when I saw that i immediately thought of amy and like did amy design barclay's thing this year like what Um, but yeah so where do you get your inspiration i don't know um pinterest i don't really know usually i just come across something and i'm like i like that and then i'll twist it in a way to make it work for me Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the 90s backdrop, well, I love bright colors and I wanted something that really represented me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I knew I wanted something with pops of color. Mm-hmm. So I just started looking at images online. I was like, how can I bring this backdrop to life? I didn't know how, I had never done anything like this one. That's awesome. But it was really easy. I just got masking tape and painted a wall oh, <laughs> and just painted, painted my backdrop. Yeah. So what do you use to paint your backdrops? Like, what is it just like poster board or? Um, no, I painted this directly on a wall. Yeah, oh, she did it wall. directly on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This one I really committed to. <laughs> I'm telling um, you. But I just use acrylic paint so I can wash most of it off and paint oh. over it easily. So what did you yeah. use for the newest one you had? Did you paint it as well? Nope. This is just bats I bought at a store and stuck to the wall. <laughs> Oh, so you super washed simple. Off. So you washed off. Oh, so I always thought you used like um, a photo, you know, like that photo paper they use for like photography things, like where it's yeah. just like paper. No, I tried that, but because the grooming shop is so humid, the paper just shrivels up. Um, so unless you have a separate room for that, it's not going to really work. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Especially like because I'm bathing in grooming and blow drying in one room those walls yeah no matter how kind of ventilation you get 
like a minor my room's so small my room's probably like this big with the bathtub in it and those walls get sweaty (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i there's not any kind of art in there or anything so i'll have to um get some tips from you amy as far as backdrop goes we can get some pins i wonder if my landlord would kill me if i painted the walls but i mean you could always ask really what i did for this halloween one is just a white wall and i have paper bats that i've taped to the wall so when when halloween's over it'll be super easy for me to switch out i hate my halloween backdrop and i've purposely not been like using it for photo backdrops because it didn't turn out like i want it and i almost did the bat thing before i saw you did the bat thing because i saw it on like pinterest someone had like bats it was just super simple and i'm like i'm gonna do that but do it do it it's not original idea i've already spent so much money i think you need a solid color because you she was setting it up i think you just need a solid color behind you and then you have zero and the pumpkin and then that that's it i think i'm gonna i I really the better personally i really just prefer a simple backdrop and have the dog the center of the theme yes i um but that's very much personal preference i've seen some people have really cool backdrops with lots of props and they look fabulous yeah but for me that's just too much to juggle <laughs> i like is. to keep it simple and focus on the dog when i'm well, taking the then, picture yeah you got to worry about the dog knocking over the pumpkin and knocking over this and then you're <laughs> trying yeah I, I feel that exactly um okay so next tip because i know you have a few more than a i few. do um portrait mode is my favorite thing on an iphone Mm -hmm. the reason i bought an iphone was for portrait mode it just makes (laughs) your photos look like they're taken by a professional so it does that slight blur of your backdrop Mm -hmm. which also helps so like i have this halloween backdrop with the bats if one of those bats are falling off it's kind of blurred out anyways and no one's gonna see right so it helps hide some of the flaws that might be happening in the backdrop um, but portrait mode, I use a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Super easy. Yeah. Another big thing that I see a lot of mistakes, probably most common mistake I see online is wash your lens before you use it. Oh, I'm guilty of that. One hundred percent. I always not me. exactly because it's always dirty if it's in a grooming shop. There's fur, there's fingerprints, whatever. Um, wipe down that lens real quick in the sleeve of your shirt before you take the picture it will change the quality 100 percent and give you that sharp looking picture that you're looking to get mm-hmm. um what else can i tell you about um oh take lots of photos yeah you're never yes. gonna get the shot the first yeah. shot um yep. i probably take about 20 photos every dog before i get one that's usable Mm-hmm. Um, dogs are moving especially in portrait mode when they're moving it's hard to get that perfect yeah, it, shot mm-hmm. it blurs it really fast yeah so you just take a lot of photos and make a lot of weird noises squeakers oh, yeah. in your pocket treats yes. in your pocket yes, um, yes. using a squeaker for my room because i'm like trying to make all these noises like a door knock or whatever and i'm oh, like oh yeah i, I need make all squeaker. the squeaker like wanna go wanna go <laughs> I bought a pack of squeakers on Amazon for like $4 and I always have one in my pocket. Oh, that's a good idea. Just buying the squeaker and not the. Yeah. Not yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Um, 
you know, it's funny you saying that take like a million pictures before even deciding on one. I went to a dog photographer, like somebody who specializes in taking like family photos of you and your dog years ago, years, years, years ago. Now mm -hmm. I can do it myself if I need to. Mm -hmm. um, and legitimately the whole session was him taking a million pictures of every little thing, mm -hmm. like yeah. the dogs playing with the ball and got the we got the cutest pictures, but I'm like, I could have done that. <laughs> like you just literally like his not taking away from his business. I mean, that are, the backdrops are nice and everything, but like taking a million pictures is, and I think people don't do that because there, some people get just so frustrated. Right. Cause you have, like you said, they're dogs, they're moving objects, but it, it's just so funny. Cause even the professionals do that and mm -hmm. they somehow get, great photos yeah yeah and if you're trying to get those cute expressions like my favorite thing to do is like use the keywords like do you want to go for a walk yeah do you want yeah. a treat and then uh -huh. you get those head tilts yeah and you get those wide eyes and uh -huh. it just makes everything so much cuter like i know that word yes <laughs> so cute Awesome. Um, I love it. So, Amy, we went over your accessories, which again, guys, like keep DMing her and tell her. Tell her to sell. Can I some. buy these? Can I <laughs> or buy at least, these? At least to her friends. <laughs> no pressure. Um, we talked about some tips and tricks. Did, did you have any more that you wanted to add as far as the photography and stuff? No, not really. I don't think. Um, also, like, people are afraid to edit their photos. Um, your iPhone nowadays has a quick little editor built mm -hmm. into the Photos app. Um, I use that on every photo as well. So if the lighting isn't great, bump up that brightness. Okay. Um, if you have harsh shadows, lighten up your shadows a little bit. I mean, you're not editing your groom. You're not Photoshopping anything. Yeah, you're, you're just, just adjusting nice lighting pictures. and colors. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that yeah. definitely makes a big difference. And... Um, Arissa, um, Arissa, the groomer, I think is her Instagram. Oh, she yeah. did a little tutorial on how to edit photos. I think she uses an app, um, Bazaar, but Baz yeah, I don't I know what it's for called. Yeah, I use that for a while, mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, yeah. But I pretty much do the same idea that she does. I use Lightroom, but it's the same concept where you sharpen up the eyes and brighten up the eyes, and it mm -hmm. gives it that, you know, bright-eyed photo that everybody loves yeah, i have lightroom on my uh phone and that's what i i have like i made like a preset so i made a preset that looks good on like any dog's picture ultimately it does yep. the eyes it does the brightness and it's such a great tool to have especially mm -hmm. the app is so easy to use like i'm not yeah a savvy obviously savvy technical person so yeah. to use that real quick is super easy i love photo editing like if anybody who's listening has any questions about photo editing like feel free to send me a photo and i'll show you exactly how i would edit it and how i could make your photos maybe stand out a little bit different or adjust the lighting so that your photo just looks a little bit better i i thrive doing that stuff so if anybody <laughs> wants any help i mean sweet. always reach out i love it that's so oh nice gosh. most people wouldn't share their knowledge so that's very sweet of you Amy. accessories videography photo <laughs> right, editing let's, yeah let's what else doesn't videos? she do <laughs> i love your videos you do where you're like really slow motion how do you get those slow motion videos do you use a slow motion thing on your iphone or 
Yeah, exactly. I just use the slow molas built into the iPhone and I edit it afterwards, but it's all done right there in the photo app. You don't mm -hmm. need any special software. Um, I like using slow-mo because it really captures the dog's expression. It's so cute. Um, the dog's one expressions of the are always so big. Like the one I remember of you is that pug like swinging back and forth in the hammock. That is my favorite video of all time that you made. I just love He's it. He's the cutest too. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, I don't use anything fancy. I really use the softwares mostly that are built into your phone. Mm -hmm. um, you don't need to be have spend money on a fancy camera, camera or fancy backdrops. It's, if you keep it simple and you have good lighting. Your phone does an amazing job. See this, guys? It doesn't take... We can all be great photo editors. <laughs> um, and then just to kind of get our last remarks in, um, what advice do you have for a new groomer, whether they have their own shop or they are working for somebody else? What is something that they can start small and easy to differentiate themselves from other groomers hmm. like something where like they just started grooming they need clients they might not have a lot of money they may not have a lot of money what would be your well, advice worked, for me what worked for me again was the photos um and in the beginning i did a lot of contests with the photos so it was like share your pet's photo for a chance to win a free groom or whatever you want to offer. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, that really got my clients to share those photos online. And that's mm -hmm. like, that's the only marketing I ever did was social media. I never paid for a bit of marketing when I started, um, yeah. but a I'm few contests online and encouraging your clients to share. I mean, a lot of people share it anyways, because yeah. they love sharing pictures of their dogs. Mm -hmm. But or make knowing sure that you tag me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. also the thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so if you're really trying to get your name out there and get people to notice you, um, do photos. And you don't need fancy backdrops. Like, um, I can't remember, it was a Scotty's dog grooming. She used to do the photos with the shower caps. I did a few like it too, oh, but yeah. she did a really good job like you don't need the fancy backdrops mm -hmm. you can find your own little niche and make it your own so like she did the shower caps of the dogs in the tub i mean everybody has a tub you can get a shower cap for a dollar at the dollar store yeah. and it made really cute photos that the owners love and want to share online so it really helps get your name out there that's yeah. really good. I think, especially in this day and age of social media being king right now, um, it's definitely like an extra perk because even Amy and I were talking about it beforehand, how one of my clients just loved that I was giving her picture updates throughout a bath. You know, like it was just, it totally makes their day and makes them feel like, oh, you're taking me into consideration yeah, a lot of the time too. Same with like the videos, like I'll do the videos of the TikToks. My clients love those stinking TikToks. They're like, can you make a TikTok of Fluffy today? I'm like, oh, oh gosh. Because they just want to see the whole process, like of yeah. taking a bath. It makes them feel secure. And, you know, like your photos, they can see in your photos, the dogs are happy. You know, they're not strapped down to a table. Their, their mm -hmm. eyes look happy. They just, so I think that client reassurance is the big thing behind you know, having social media and utilizing it. It's like clients like that stuff. 
Yeah. The probably downside of doing photos is that not every dog is going to like sit there and let you take a exactly. photo. Yeah. And people and get butthurt. And people do get upset about it. But they what do. I... What I would recommend is just at the end of every groom, practice with them at your photo booth as like a little two-minute training session. You don't have yes. to take a photo, but have yeah. them sit there, feed them treats, make it a positive environment so they want to sit there. And Absolutely. by the second, third grooming session, well, they're like, I have clients now that run in the door and they hop up on that photo booth and sit oh. there and wait <laughs> because they know they're going to get a treat yeah. when they sit at the photo booth. Uh-huh. You guys also get dogs that like, they know when they get their bandana, oh like my you're God. not even oh, putting a collar on them or like you put an accessory on them. Like they know they're done. Oh yeah. They like, get so I, excited. It makes me so happy. Cause it's like, like they, like they've been paying attention, you know? Oh, like, yeah. They've been being attention. so good and like reserving. <laughs> all their energy and then the moment you get that video it's all of a sudden like barking and freaking out yeah well guys it was really nice having a guest on this is so fun fun. thank you guys for having me like this is so exciting i feel like a celebrity because i've been listening to you guys (laughs) now for like 14 episodes we'll send you you an autographed t-shirt oh gosh (laughs) well we thank you so much for being so supportive that's why when we were talking about um what makes groomers different and differentiate whether it be photography accessories and stuff you were the first one that popped into our minds yep. um you're not only such a great support you're such a good friend and, and listen to all so of our much. episodes like yes it's just amazing thank you so much we ultimately are gonna thank you um yes. and then you guys also make sure you are following amy um uh, do you still have your merch store up with all your designs as i do the link is in my bio link is in her bio she also has stickers guys there's a raven sticker right yes when yeah, raven there's was a, a raven puppy. sticker she was so nice and made a sticker for raven so cute uh, there's even you did one um for scooter too for rose yeah 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 i the other day i was like i need to buy some of those because because obviously scooter is nice i know i need to have you make it's a really new, cute uh, raven sticker um and she has her link in bio also guys she's an influencer over here with shark oh yes Here's, do you want to talk congratulations. about congratulations um yeah it's all really new to me but it's been so <laughs> great so far this is like the first time i've been an official ambassador so i'm really excited to start this with them um, they've been really good and supportive right from the beginning. Um, it's all still very new, so I'm excited to see what's going to happen there. But and what's your code? A, they've given me a great promo code. My code is AP. Um, so if you use my code, you get a free 52 thinner and a razor blade. So that's like a oh, huge wow, value. Awesome. And really helps offset the cost when you're investing into your tools to get free tools and it's thinners everybody uses thinners so when they gave me that code i was really excited to share it because i feel like something everybody can use if you decide to use shark fin yeah that's really exciting we were super excited when we saw you became an ambassador i'm like finally someone scooped her up i know so it's code ap ap all right that's easy to remember and we'll put it in the description too so if anybody doesn't remember um but yeah thank you so much for being on and taking the time on your day off um (laughs) to talk to us and yeah 
pretty thank you this was a lot of fun so fun and then make sure you guys are also following your groomers pod on instagram if you have any questions concerns requests make sure you guys are emailing us at your groomers pod at gmail.com and we will see you guys next week Bye. bye bye